I would never play as a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, guess what? We had sex. <laughs> I forgot I've been using the Marco. Polo! Yes, Marco Polo. That makes me miss Uncharted even more. What a great game. That, 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 that was a very, very fun game. Series. I still think I... What, what's an equivalent in the past? Like, I don't know, 10 years of anything that's been as good as like some of those like early early mid 2000s video game series like uncharted series got a war series like what 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 do we have recently is there uh, anything well not really um uh it's it's not you know, because there's not been a, as big a focus lately on good games, you know? It's all about who you have that now is like, look at all these people we have making our games, or look at all the types of people we've included in the gameplay, or that, that the, the focus is no longer on the game being good. I think, too, that you kind of, you did kind of just say this, but I mean, the thing that I, I feel is probably the biggest reason... Mm -hmm. really does kind of center around gameplay modes have become more important than the gameplay than any sort of the gameplay well true but also um, 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 what am I trying to say mm -hmm. um, more so than a story like think of the last time you were talking to someone about a Call of Duty game besides me and they were like, hey, did you play the campaign of Call of Duty? The story was fantastic. Mm -hmm. How long has it been since someone looked you in the eyes and said that to you? Um, and, and you think about the original, the first, I don't know, six Call of Duty games. The only thing that mattered was the campaign. Yeah. It's definitely the only thing that mattered to us because we didn't have internet. <laughs> Very true. Someone was telling me the other day, they're like, man, you know what was really good about the Uncharted series? They just had such great... PvP, you know, and I'm like, that's, no, that's zero clue. I didn't even know Call of Duty first Uncharted game had PvP of any kind. It did look like fun, though. Was it the first one or the second one that had it? I think it was the remaster of the first one slash the second one. Yeah, it, it did look so like, the yes. PvP did look like fun, but I've never played it. No, I, mean, I think I did, I take that back. Uncharted 3, I did play it for like a couple rounds of the game. It's. It's something. I mean. I mean, it's just like playing PvE, but if the people were not stupid. Mm hmm. So you can decide whether or not that's fun, but it's interesting. Well, I mean, it would be fun because it's the. It's the same stuff, but better, you know? Yeah. Well, it's the same gameplay, but better. Um, uh, obviously, what what made Uncharted great wasn't the gameplay. You know. 
No. It, 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 was, it was fun, fun to play, but that wasn't it. It was all about the story. And the I cinematic. The, the, not, not the cinematics, but the cinematic feel of the game. Yeah. It was, um, you, you were playing was, a movie and you knew it. Yeah, that was, and that was the very, very first game like that. Mm. I mean, because you're going to put the gate up for you, huh? I would say that was a very popular thing in the early 90s, was to, um, uh, uh, was to play a movie. But literally, like the quick time games, you know. Well, those were terrible. If I start making weird noises because I'm holding a baby. So that was different. So you had games like, um, what am I thinking of? What you're gonna, you know what I'm talking about. Phantasmagoria. Oh, well, you're absolutely correct, but that's not what I was thinking. Of. Oh. Okay. Um, the one that I'm thinking of was for the Sega CD. Double Switch. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, that game. I I can't think of what that game is called. You, I couldn't figure that game out because I was too young to really get what was going on. Um, yeah. uh, because I was, I may have been smarter than you, but you had more like comprehension of things, you know, that that comes when with age. Were seven. I mean, for <laughs> <laughs> in your defense. <clears throat> Um, but yeah, those were it, that. That was when that kind of I don't want to say craze because obviously it never turned into a craze. It was mm -hmm. never popular after that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you kind of had it start there, and then video games. I know, baby, I see it. I'm trying to help. They they started adding cinematics, and that was cool. But I mean, nothing really succeeded in being. A cinematic game until that. Nothing was successful at it until that game. Mm -hmm. And it was just, I remember when we got it, like you and I got the game, like we bought a PlayStation 3 mm -hmm. uh, and, and that game and like a few other games with our graduation money. Mm -hmm. And like played that game and it was like the most ridiculous thing we'd ever seen at that point. Maybe that water's hot. Don't put your hand in it. Yeah, I, I knew, of course, of course, you know, every game lo looks better as far as that goes today, uh, except for, I mean, no, not, not today, uh, six months ago, a year ago, everything looked better, but now it, uh, I'll maybe go say two years ago, but now we have so many unskilled, untalented people that are hired just because their hair is bright, fluorescent green, um, uh, that um uh, that the the quality of games has gone down a lot, even the graphical quality. But um, uh, Andromeda. Uh, that was a nightmare. That was horrible. But um, uh, uh, I'm I wasn't even a huge Mass Effect game, and that and that game hurt me. And Mass, I wasn't a huge Mass Effect fan. <laughs> I wasn't a Mass Effect game. <laughs> it's true, you weren't. I wasn't a huge Mass Effect fan, and that game got to me. But um. Uh, they, um, uh, 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 okay, so the guy who killed me at the beginning is still camping in the corner, but, um, uh, but even though everything, you know, uh, uh, everything has the potential, I'll put it that way, to look so much better than that did, um, uh, I, um, but even that being the case, uh, I still remember when mom came in while we were playing that game and said, what movie are you guys watching? Yeah. Yeah, back in 2008, 
Mm-hmm. And it's also like what's really funny is there are games. There are games like you're kind of already saying this. But there are games coming out right now that don't look that good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like one whole generation console later, can't pull that off. Two. This is PlayStation Five. Era That's today. true. I knew that, you big dumb idiot. Hey, what? What'd you, why'd you leave? I am getting blueberries for Sal. Ah, uh, okay. So you said you were kicked for inactivity. I'm gonna. I was. I was actually getting. I'm getting a baby. Okay. Blueberries. So I was kind of kidding, kind of not kidding. Gotcha. So you were getting blueberries. It just wasn't for Sal. It just wasn't for Sal. Mm. You know. Sometimes it'd be like that. Got to clean out some of these cups. Yeah, I had to. I, we were talking, so I wasn't going to interrupt our conversation to tell you what I was doing. But I had to get. I was getting the quick blueberries and cleaning a cup out for a child very quickly, so that we could keep her alive. Hmm. This is interesting. You say something interesting, but I don't believe you. Well, this uh, this fellow, the guy who fixed my truck, his name is William Hagen. Oh, yes, Hagen. Yes. Um. Uh, but the the name of the company is C H Automotive, and down at the bottom says "Make all checks payable to Carmelia Hagen," which I believe is is the fellow's wife. If the guy who, if William Hagen fixed my truck, then why is the, the automotive company and the check payable all supposed to be to his wife? This sounds like I, a classic marriage to me. <laughs> I will tell you that that makes me very happy because mm -hmm. that means it's like some kind of like a one-man shop kind of a thing, and I love to see that. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, uh... He's like, make it out to the wife, she handles all the bills. Uh, uh, such a one-man shop kind of thing. When I took the to, to the guy's shop, I literally drove the car over to his house, and uh, he worked on it in his actual garage. Put it there. There's a guy on my street who does that. Mm -hmm. You've seen him before. He's wearing like a jean cut off, always wearing a terrible hat, a gigantic mustache, and always waves at you. You haven't seen him at the end of my street before. I'm sure I have. But yeah, he just works on everyone's car, like at the mm -hmm. end of the block. I'm sure he does the same thing. Mm-hmm. But no, I do. I love that. I love this. The hyper small business type of thing is amazing. Well, one great thing about it is the guy has, since it all's all in his house, the guy doesn't have any, like, actual, like, shop overhead. And so he can charge a lot less. <laughs> For you know the house, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he can charge a lot less, um, uh, like, uh, labor cost and everything uh, while still making a good profit. Like right now, the going rate, the going hourly rate for mechanic work, um, uh, not for the mechanics, but for you know what you're being charged, it starts at and is usually higher than, but it starts at a hundred dollars an hour. Yeah, this guy it charges sixty an hour for labor. Love you. <clears throat> Pick it up in that. Finish your coffee. Have a good day. Clean up poop. Arlie, stay with Daddy. Come here. Okay. Um, if they want you cash it, just deposit it into 
like one of our accounts or whatever. Can you do that? Can you Well, if you can cash it, that's better. It is, I'm just saying, whatever they'll let you do. <coughs> You're not just gonna have it floating into the ether. I love you. Let me know what happens. Bye bye. I'm just grabbing my phone. Mwah. Mwah. All right. Bye bye. Yes, they're going bye bye. <laughs> okay, I'm back in earnest. Okay, so someone just put up a thing. It said breaking: YouTube removes Drew Hernandez's anti-grooming videos for hate speech. And someone commented on it and said, This just in. YouTube protects groomers. In other news, water wet. <laughs> Shocking turn of events. The card, is that gun game? I don't know. I guess. So we have my cup of coffee, please. TDM and gun game surrected. You just need in my coffee, though. I just need, need a little bit of that in there, if you don't mind. Love you. I actually haven't played gun game on this game yet, unless mm -hmm. I might have with you one time. It is fun. It's blueprint gun game, so it's it's mm -hmm. nothing to the it's base. It's a little more level. interesting. Yeah. You know, uh, 2020 is uh, uh, United States had the most fat and free erection. The most fat and free erection. No, thank you. I'm being offered blueberries. Very hard to turn down a two-year-old handing you blueberries. But I don't mm. want the blueberries. Mm. Your bites? Huh? What? Those are your bites. <laughs> Patrick, bite it. Chew. Thank chew, you. Chew, chew, chew. No, thank you. Decoy gun game. You and your allies must destroy the enemy. Oh. I'm turning up your volume a little bit. Because <clears throat> I'm super quiet. Not like super quiet, but yeah, quiet. Also, I'm just super. I'm okay with that. I am the most super, so. Okay, I have a gun. This looks like a game. Let's see what happens. This must be. Oh. It was me. You I suck. You diddler of other men's dongs. <laughs> you dongle diddler. You little dong, I'm... You little dong, I'm... Hi, be talking to puppy. Get along, little dongy. I knew that that range was not good to be shooting at you. With this gun, but... Whoa, did I just kill a... I just killed a titan, that's interesting. Oh yeah, they have, they, have that, that. they have that skin in this game, it's fantastic. Hey, babe. It says it's for contact lenses, but then it says it cleans and disinfects. If it's saline solution, I checked. No. This is fine either way. We could have technically used that nasal spray that I found, because it's technically the same stuff. It just been very difficult to spray, because of little nozzles. But it's a saline solution, it'll work either way. It'll be fine. You're a saline solution. I am a saint. I love you. Good luck. Have fun. Clean up poop. All that jazz. Mwah. Clean up poop and the jazz. Tired of clean up jazz. Whoa, that gun holds terribly. What was that? Oh, this is some kind of really terrible sniper rifle, isn't it? Is it the tank buster? I uh, yes. 
I hate this. It's better kill from the feet up. That's all I got to say. Wow, um, it does. Holy cow. Yeah, no, it's it's a heck of a gun. Jimmy, Christmas. On the side, I said, holy cow, and Arlie goes, where's cow? <laughs> No, baby, there's no cows. Ah, a bazooka. What a shot. Help, I've been shot. I've been shot. I'm here to kick bubblegum and chew ass. <laughs> and I'm all out of... Cheese, <laughs> unfortunately. I'm all out of cheese. I've, I've, yeah, I would. I've nary a cheese. It. We're out of cheese. I'm performing quite poorly this round. And I just got shot. I really don't like finishing outside of top three for this because it makes me feel sad. I don't like being sad. Ooh, this is a very slow firing gun. Tell him, baby. Scream. So far, only two people have gotten the kill with this um, uh, shotgun, or the shotgun, the bazooka. Oh, you have also. Uh, okay, three people yeah. have gotten a kill with the bazooka. Oh, no, we've we've tied. This is not... There we go. I've pulled ahead of you. I can't find anybody. Yay! Oh, I got a kill. Right there. Okay, so... Keep this in mind, uh, if you do make it to the to the final kill, getting yeah. a melee kill does not do it. They give you a melee weapon. Getting a melee kill with the weapon does not get the kill. There does not oh, count as the kill. You have to either throw a throwing knife for the kill, or if you hold ADS while you're holding that, that weapon, the mm -hmm. weapon actually comes up for you to throw. So either it has to be with a throwing knife or throw your melee weapon. That's good, I like yes. that. Beginning a melee kill won't do it. I think that's a very good rule. Hmm. And I enjoy it. Oh, uh, so this is a very embarrassing thing for me, mm -hmm. honestly. But it makes for interesting things to talk about. So you're aware that weeds grow very fast. Mm -hmm. Yes, I know how fast weeds grow. Um, and there... There is... Well, yes, we... Crack it. Um... And the weeds that are in my front yard, um, are there a very weird kind? I don't know what they are, but I mean, when you see them, you're like, oh yeah, there's those thick stalked ones that grow very fast. So the last time I mowed, which mm -hmm. was, I haven't had a chance to mow this week at all because we've been doing the cows. And so it was the week before that, I couldn't cut my weeds. Mm -hmm. My weed ear wasn't working. And the weeds grew quite a lot. And I was out there the other day and... Like, like, wow, these weeds are awful. Like, they're so terrible. I was like, I really need to mow. Like, okay, over over the weekend, I'm going to do that. We're done with the cows. I'll actually be home during the day. I'll get this done. Awesome. Yesterday, I came home. And the most embarrassing thing that can happen as a man <laughs> is I go outside, and there's a flag in my yard that says, you are going against the city of Richmond's weed ordinance. If you do not clean your weeds in 10 days... We will come cut your weeds for you. And I was like, this is the most demoralizing thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. <laughs> like, I've failed as a man. Mm -hmm. Hey! <laughs> Nothing I can do 
is as much mm -hmm. of a failure as this right here. Yeah, I well, it's actually kind of funny. My um, I haven't had the opportunity to to mow for about a week, and so my mowing is about a week overdue. But it's been so dry that um, uh, yeah. But it, it's been so dry that um, uh, I haven't mowed in a month, and it's only about a week overdue. And that's hilarious. See, yeah, that's the way that ours has been for a while, but a bunch of rain all at once. So actually we got a bunch of rain all at once and it needed it. But then because of that, the weeds grew like crazy for like six straight days. They grew so much, I was alarmed. I'm like, I'm in a movie. Like, this is a horror movie and we're going to get killed by these weeds. I thought I was in the color out of space for a while. <laughs> Did you watch that movie, by the way? No, I didn't. The film adaptation. I highly recommend it. Stop killing me. It's pretty good. Okay. Hey, can you stop being in second place slash first place now tied with me? Uh, it's so well no, there for a moment or two. I hate this gun. I'm glad you're dead. <laughs> you must really hate it. Wow. There's a guy camping? How boring. Ow. It's fine. That guy's name is Wild on Drugs. Mm hmm. <clears throat> World on Drugs. Oh. Which okay. makes even less sense. Which yeah, it's kind of stupid. Oh, that's my anus that I've been shot in. What the heck, man? My anus is taking you pounding. Come on, game. No, Sucks to suck, Sean. Welcome. I think it's pretty good to suck, Sean. Thank you, baby. Hey. Trust me. I always enjoy it. <laughs> hey. Oh, I'm gonna shoot that guy for sitting still, idiot. Oh, what a shot. Oh, I'm so good. I'm the best at this game. Turn off your software. What do I have? What you got, is baby? A, is this a snipper? Whoa! A, yeah, this, no, this isn't a snipper. Who? I'm glad I didn't use it. A snipper. A snipper, it is not. Okay, I have the melee weapon. I don't know how to use it. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, left click to melee attack, right click to aim your melee attack, and throw your melee attack. Left click to throw your melee attack? No, left click just to make a melee attack, but if you hold right click and then left click... It... No, Patrick, no! You're... Patrick, you're not allowed back there, Daddy's spanking, get out. I'm so annoyed, I had that W clinched. Dang it. I don't know how to use this weapon at all. Yeah. So, uh, so like, if you put just push fire, you'll swing your melee weapon as if it were a melee attack. I noticed. It, yes. Yeah. If you hold ADS, you'll hold it up like you're gonna throw it, and the throwing knife indicator pops up. Oh. And then press uh, attack, and you'll throw it. But or you can also just throw a you you also have throwing knives when you get there. 
<laughs> and you can. Well, I had the throwing knives. I mean, obviously, I was using mm-hmm. the throwing knives. But yeah, I hadn't uh, I hadn't figured out the aiming and chucking and all of the such. They kicked me out of your match. Why? Because you're a homosexual? No, because I. They pulled me out of the game like five seconds before they pulled you out of the game. So then it showed <laughs> you in a full lobby, and you were in a full lobby, and I couldn't join it because it was uh, that. Was, so therefore, I could no longer be part of your party. As it should be. <laughs> There's this thing. I think oh, it's fake. Sweet baby. I think I think it must be fake. Um, they were. It's like everyone's interviewing, uh, just a bunch of random families about like say like there's. It's like a news story where they're saying this girl like performed a bunch of sexual acts behind the bleachers at a high school. Like okay, well that seems like an odd news story to interview other people about. Mm-hmm. Here we are. They start going to all these families and be like, oh, man, they've been that way for generations. Her mama was nasty. Her grandma was nasty. It's just really stupid. But you get to the very, very end, there's this old lady, and she goes, well, yeah, haven't you heard? That's the reason why Rosa Parks went to the front of the bus. She was trying to get away from her nasty ass. (laughs) And then I laughed for approximately 75 minutes. That's fantastic. So... My son was laying on the floor. I've met him, yes. And he thought it was very cute that he was doing that, and it's because it was. And so I um, uh, I went to take a picture of him, so I pulled out my phone. And before I could open the camera app, he crossed the room, came to me, took the phone from me, then went back to where he was and laid back down on the floor. He said, no thank you, no pictures of this time. I just did that. Um, so Ren has these two um, stuffed animals, and they're uh, they're her very very favorite possessions, and they are of uh, a clearly masculine and feminine plague doctor. Uh huh. But like little plushed animals, and she loves them to death, and it's great, and it's adorable. And um, Arlie also likes them. So just now, when Ren left, she left her two plushed animals on the couch. So no, Arlie crawled up onto the couch. Mm-hmm. Got one on each side of her and each arm and just sat there giving both of them hugs. And I'm like, I gotta take a picture of this. And I pull out my camera, and as soon as she saw me pull my camera, she kicked both of them off of the couch violently. <laughs> uh, sounds like a child, all right. She's like, yeah! Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Yeah, and it was said as a joke, but I really do, I really do have to be sneaky if I'm going to take a picture or video of, of the kid. Well, especially your son. He's like, hey, I'm not gay. Don't catch me doing gay stuff. Yeah. Either, either, it's, you know, yeah. he'll stop doing it. Or he'll either see that I have a camera and he'll go, like, just go ham for the camera. Like, mm-hmm. I'm crazy. That happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's adorable, but usually it's just them being jerks. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, I like this thing. I know at least a handful of other people who also like to see you doing this thing. They're like, well, they don't get that enjoyment. I stop. So, um, uh, it is cool, though, because he's at the stage where he knows that being goofy is funny. 
and he knows that we think it's funny. So therefore, he wants to do it just to, just because he knows, hey, these people laugh when I do this thing. And he's at, he's at that point, and it, it's, it's hilarious. Oh, thank you, buddy. Thank you. Oh, you can kiss my butthole with that one. Arlie, what are you doing? What? She's just sitting in a crate. Like, all curled up into a ball, just sitting very still. It's kind of terrifying. Patrick did that, so, like, we, so we, we knew we were getting a dog, and so we started getting dog stuff, just so, you know, we could have it. It may just make things easier. Dog, right. that, that way it would already be there when the dog showed up, you know? And um, uh, so we got a big, fat, huge water dish, and we had to sit in there, and that was Patrick's favorite thing to do, was we had to sit in the living room, and he would just curl up and sit down in the water dish. <laughs> He's like, hmm, this is my spot. I hope no one ever puts water into this. There's a lot of people camping in this room, which is not uncommon, but it is annoying. I know we've had this discussion a trillion times, and people have been making fun of people who camping online a billion times, and I get it. This is over-talked about. But I mm -hmm. don't understand. What are we doing? Why is this enjoyable? Like, is it just because you want to have a good-looking stat line? Is it, like, the only reason why you play? Do you just play the game to have a good stat line? Mm-hmm. Because if that's the point, you're like, oh, no, I can't stand Call of Duty, but I know people who play Call of Duty, and I want to be able to show them my stat line. If that's the only reason why you play, I wish you would stop, because that's really annoying. But that can be fun, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, the only time I can see choosing to play a game and you're not, and you do not have fun playing that game would be like... You know, maybe maybe you're a streamer, right? And you're like, I don't play, I don't really enjoy this game, but it gets a lot of views. Yeah, and like I have a lot of people requesting. Like I get that. We'll allow it. Oh crap! I don't want to play this, but that, I mean that's like that's like when it's your job. Mm-hmm. And like I don't want to do this, but it's my job, and I'm at work right now, so. Mm-hmm. Which is literally me every day at work, so. This is true. And I mean, at least approximately 100% of the people camping are not streaming for money. No! Oh, no! The stupid camper, man. I was almost on my bombing run, then I'd only been three off dogs. Yeah. And... Speaking of almost being on a bombing run... Mm -hmm. Did you get a bombing run? No, but I am about to poop my pants. Ah, yes. This has been You're about to have the, the most... bombing runs. Aha. Uh -huh. This has been the most dysfunctional stream recording session, whatever you want to call it, I think we've ever had. Yes, it's fantastic. I hope it makes it. We spent at least, I mean, like, obviously, if you're listening to this, you don't know this. We've been rambling about stupidity, so this has got to be the most boring thing ever. For anyone watching, at least there's a gay. At least there's game content. We're not even being funny. At least there's gay content. At least there's gay content. We did talk about the monkeypox, I guess. <clears throat> we did. Okay, this. <clears throat> this Japanese. This Japanese. The Japanese is 
the most annoying person in this lobby. <laughs> and the world, am I right? <laughs> uh, up there. Yeah. No, no, don't. Arlie, Arlie, Arlie. No, baby, baby. Don't just take all the blueberries out of your bowl and put them on the table. <laughs> I finally had to stop telling my child to please quit shoving blueberries up your nose. Of and course. part of it's like, what an idiot. And then part of it's like, I finally got to say something. It's just so stupid. Is it your first like, time? I never thought this is my first, this, well, you know, I've said lots of stupid things, but I've never had to look a person in the eye and be like, hey, you know you shouldn't shove blueberries up your nose. And they'd be like, yeah, you know, man, it's just, I've had a problem since I was young. Like, my dad did it, my mom did it, it's just a generational curse. Like, you're not having a conversation with the person who knows they shouldn't be shoving blueberries up their nose. Yeah, just someone at that moment thought it was a good idea. Yeah, that's all, that's all that's happening right now. Also, have they updated um, the... Uh, whatever the single <clears throat> missile drop is called. <clears throat> because, like, I just watched the one on the minimap come back towards me, and the ability to maneuver it that this person had is way above what you would have expected. Hey, I've traveled that and more than I've ever been able to move it. Like, it took, like, a sharp turn all the way around and it hit me. Which, I mean, I, I don't care about getting hit with that. I get it as part of the game, but I've never seen one move that quickly to, from left to right then back again. <clears throat> I've never seen Bowersfield glow like that before. It's true. Oh my goodness. Yeah, this match is 90 seconds of agony for me at this point because I'm going to have to take a short intermission to poop. You know what? It'll be up to you if it's an intermission because, I mean, I'm taking you with me. I'm in my headphones. Okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll it depends see. on how loud the poop is. Oh, if it's really that loud, was... I'm absolutely keeping it in. So your uh, your mama's house um, is a podcast that I I listen to. Mm -hmm. um, it's Tom Segura and his wife. It's two very very funny people, so it's an enjoyable time. Um, and they used to, and they don't any, anymore. They used to have fart mics. And I know mm -hmm. I've talked about this before about how we need fart mics, and I'm never really kidding. But it's always like, haha, fart mics. That would be hilarious. But also fart mics. Yes, like on the on the one hand, yes, we do need fart mics. On the other hand, I don't want to buy another microphone. <laughs> I'm I'm with you, and mm -hmm. I understand all that. But there's just something that would be absolutely beautiful about some of the conversations that we have, and then having a fart interrupt it. I mean, can you imagine how funny it would be to be like? All right, well, you know, when, when he's talking about going further up the hill in this section of the story, he's mm -hmm. actually referring to after we die. It's the journey to heaven that technically our souls are constantly making. <laughs> and then technically, we've always been in heaven or hell. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. It would be. So let's see. How would I do it? I think I would put... Yeah, I'd hook up a mic... Yeah, I'd hook up Mike to this one, and then I would turn it up so that turn up the this so that you could hear it. Oh, I got to play the game. Cool. Well done. Uh, then I'd turn this up so that you could hear it, and then I would turn this up. I'd basically I'd make the fart mic like the loudest mic in the game. Yeah. Or in, in, yeah, in you'd the have setup. a ton of. It'd be difficult to do because mm -hmm. you'd have to have 
uh, it'd be very difficult mm-hmm. because you have to think about logistically you have to have a microphone that has to be able to pick up a quieter sound yet while not picking up any other audio this would be difficult to to pull off properly mm-hmm. think about that yeah all right i've already walked out of the room so i won't be backing out i'll just be pooping I just think it'd be funny. I think there's something about a. There'd be something entertaining about talking about the. The great divorce and just be farting loudly. Mm. To fart while speaking about the great divorce. Yeah. May I kill it? (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever. (laughs) Hi, baby. I don't know what word you're trying to say, but yes, I did chat. (sighs) You know one thing that we haven't talked about, I'm surprised that we haven't had an entire... uh, We haven't... You and I haven't decided that we were going to have anything dedicated to this. But we should have had one of these... One of our talks addressing um, what is a woman. Oh, yeah. I don't know why we haven't done that yet. We haven't even talked about that we would do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got we to gotta make that one of them. Absolutely. Like it has to be. No, I'm not a baby, Patrick. Stop making fun of me. Yeah, but then again, though, I, I don't see what we could. It's like, well, and what is a woman? Matt Walsh said this. And I agree. <laughs> and then he said this. And I agree. We agreed with that. <laughs> and then the person he was... came here to say, mm-hmm. we are big Matt Walsh stands. Yeah. And then the person he was talking to said this, and I disagree. <laughs> he also disagreed, and we agreed with him. <laughs> That's a fair point. Patrick, that is pipe tobacco. Is he just going to eat some? Patrick, you are putting pressure on the wrong arm, you turd. I can't move my aim when you push it on my right arm. He doesn't care about you. Well, I know that. But still. But. Oh, my goodness. So the reason why... Bryn's going to clean out the tie-outs today, um, and I find this odd. Um, so they mm-hmm. usually make you clean up your own stall, I mean, obviously, because mm-hmm. you should be. Yeah. <laughs> but they were like, hey, come back on Saturday. Um, your your stall should already be clean, but it probably isn't. All the areas in between, it's about two hours worth of cleaning. Mm-hmm. We're going to have you guys rake all that up and then throw all of it away, uh, and we'll pay each child uh, $200. Cool. And I was like, it's an hour's worth of work at most. And they're like, yeah, well, it needs to be done. So, you know. I'm like, yeah, but is that how much you've been paying the adults? Because if so, I think I know where I need to go work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'd clean, I clean. I went for $200 to clean out stalls. I do that every day. Yeah. I would just quit. I would just quit my job. $200 cash. Mm-hmm. I would do it six days a week. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. So let's see. How 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 much how, how much do I make? Hold on. Let's see. In a day. 
Uh, obviously less than that. Um, uh, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, in a day. See, I just I just got bumped up to eight hundred a week, which is you know, less than I less than I deserve, but more than I was making. So I'll take less it. than I deserve. Yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, so that is exactly, I guess, exactly twenty dollars an hour. Um, uh, which would mean that in an eight-hour day, that I make one hundred and sixty dollars a day. So. You're saying you would give you're saying you would give that up to make two hundred dollars an hour? You're out of your mind. <laughs> well, I mean like oh even if it wasn't an hour, right? Even if it was a full day's work. You know, I go and I work eight, ten hours shoveling poop for two hundred dollars a day. I would absolutely do that every day. Yes. I find the I find it kind of funny that like Everyone I tell that to, they're like, "What are you guys doing to, like this evening? Like when you get off work? They're like, oh, we're gonna go, um, we're gonna go to the cattle barn, make sure they're all taken care of, and shovel up their poop and stuff." And everyone's always like, "That's you're, that's disgusting. Like you're gonna do that with your time off? Like this is my favorite thing to do. Mm -hmm. I have a blast going out there and messing with cows and like the shoveling and poop. I guess I've just been a dad for so long that I just don't care anymore. Mm -hmm. But I think it's a blast. Okay, so barnyard smells." So, like, the the hay and animal pee and animal poop and, like, all those smells together. Yeah. There is no way to classify that as a pleasant smell. It is actively unpleasant. Actively. But, but it is also an enjoyable smell. Like, I, I go out there it. and I smell that and I go, ah, that stinks. <laughs> yeah, like, going out there with the cow poop, I was out there all day long. And like and I like when I showed up, I didn't think anything about it. When I was like doing the work, I didn't think anything about it. Some other lady showed up with her kid that was supposed to be one of the kids we were training how to, you know, how to handle the cattle, you know, the right way to do with the show stick and everything. Blah 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 blah. blah doesn't matter. Yeah. And with the show's dick, the show's dick. Um, and we were you know, like, so it's a bull. Guys, stay out here all day with this smell. I'm like, it's great. Mm. How do you? What about this? Do you find repulsive? <clears throat> For me, it I, smells I, like hard work pays off. Yeah, because see that that's um uh, I I guess that that's probably Dad, why I like it because right? I, I associate Dad. that smell with things that I like. Dad, I like yeah. animals. I like barnyard stuff. Dad, I like farm work. Dad, Dad. Hey, buddy, come on up here. Um, uh, and I like all that stuff, and that's what that smell means. Yeah. And so, like, it's the same thing with shrimp. You know, no one, no one can say shrimp smells good. That stuff smells nasty, but True. the smell, the nasty smell of shrimp means I'm about to get to eat shrimp. Yes, <clears throat> and so it's a good smell. I I find, and I know, I mean, I know you're the you're the kind of person that uh, would agree with me with this for the most part, at least. I would a hundred times, if I could ever find a job that does this type of work and pays me enough to quit doing what I'm doing, I would a hundred times rather like be on a farm baling hay and cleaning up after animals and feeding animals like all that kind of farm work i'd a hundred times rather be doing that every day than what i currently do for a living yeah. like any any time i honestly i don't trust a man that doesn't say that like oh i just love being at the office and i don't think i can handle all the blisters i would probably just feel like punching you right in the mouth yeah and also here's 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 another thing too for for uh, another man that I don't trust is any man that says 
No, no, no. You see, I enjoy working for somebody else. And that whole every man is his own master thing just doesn't appeal to me. Let let me let let me be a wage slave to another man. That's another man that I don't trust. By the way, you can start whenever. Oh wait, I'm starting. I'll start right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's I think this is Well, let's get political. Might as well, right? Mm -hmm. Um this is the real line that bothers me the most about talking about being conservative versus being liberal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is where I really find the line. And obviously this isn't, uh, this is overgeneralizing. This is not perfectly accurate. Okay. I get it. That's fine. You have a group of people who are just like, they think differently. They want different types of like, it, okay, so I'll give you examples. Me, you, and, and, and Drew, for instance. Like, three mm -hmm. people that I spend the most time with talking to is, is you and Drew. I don't talk to a lot of people. Yes. I mean, like, you're both very <clears throat> conservative people with conservative ideals, and all three of us are... He's like, I wish I was a farmhand. I have so much more fun pouring concrete than I do at my white-collar job. <laughs> he's that kind of guy. Whatever. Yeah. Any friends that I have that are more, like, left-leaning, they're just like, I just... And like, I really can't wait. I wish I could be like, you know, work for a big corporation doing stuff like, you know, so I could have all the benefits and all this kind of stuff, but I can still do like work behind a desk. You know what I mean? Like I can really just sit there and don't have to worry about getting my hands dirty. I'm like, I don't like you right now. Like I wish the government would just take over everything so I could quit thinking about stuff. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. No, see, the second worst thing that has ever happened to our society was manipulating the was manipulating the economy to the point that um uh, that the average woman has to work instead of staying and keeping house and raising kids. And that's the second worst thing that's happened to our to our society. The worst thing that's happened to our society is manipulating the economy and the and the market to the point that instead of staying home and taking care of his house and his homestead and his animals and his property and being his own master every man has to go and get a job in in the in the job market it's in either case those are the 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 worst and second worst thing to ever happen was forcing one person or the other into the job market yeah and it was and it's the way that you said that is is kind of hard to think about right off the bat to someone who doesn't who doesn't already think about this stuff a lot. So I kind of wanted to word it a little bit differently because it's, I completely agree with you, mm -hmm. but it's because I've been thinking this entire thing most of my life. Mm -hmm. There is literally nothing in the world I can think of that I would be happier doing than waking up every morning Hold on, Brooke. on my own. Shut up, Brooke. Wake up I every can't morning on your own. Baby, I cannot imagine anything more better than waking up every morning on my own, like, 20 acres of land that I am going to farm for the produce that my family eats, where I take care of the animals that my family use for food in forms of, like, whatever that happens to be, so that I can do this thing and this thing and this thing all day long, and I don't do any, I don't have to have any money. You can literally survive without currency. Mm -hmm. And like, oh, I need to have these things that I don't have, and I need more halters fashion to go down to Jebediah's house, and I'll trade him a couple pounds of beef for this. Like, how how can you wake up and want something, like, genuinely want something completely different than that? Yeah, I, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. And yes, Brooke, go ahead. I'm sorry, Tyler's in the middle of a speech. Me? I was, I was freaking out. 
<laughs> Literally the point. What she said? She said, "How can you expect?" She said, "She said she said at the beginning that it was a stupid thing, and she said it because it was stupid." But she said, "How am I?" So how can you expect there to be any real big cities if everybody's just off doing their own thing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, how silly! <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that's that'd the, be amazing. Mm -hmm. And I am okay. So, I, and I would absolutely be fine with people who want the comfort of progress and the comfort of the city. People who want that having cities and living in them. The only problem is, no, no, no. is those cities require any city requires more money to run than what that city <laughs> is, than what that city does in and of itself. Now, you could say. Okay, yeah, but then the people who come into the city to sell their stuff to the city people, that will bring in the rest of the commerce that the city needs, and that's true, but the only problem with that is, is the cities became even bigger than that, and then that's, that's where property tax came in, was to handle all that stuff, and property mm. tax is one of the biggest things stopping you from living without, like, you could live without money right now, go out and get you some land and go in there, but property tax stops you from doing it because you need money to help pay property tax. Yeah. Well, there, the number of things in the past, probably since, like, uh, we'll say since the 60s. The 60s is the real turning point. And I, I guess I know that a big thing... 1972, uh, actually. To, yeah, I know a lot of people point to, like, um, World War II as being the turning point as far as the, for women specifically. And they're not wrong. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. that's a big deal. Um, but you have this time frame of those property taxes, and I don't know, like, most people really aren't aware of the fact that income tax didn't used to be a thing, and it was mm -hmm. meant to be temporary when it happened. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, well, like, if you no, no, it, it was, it, it was sold as being temporary, but it was never, they knew well, they were going to stop. No, 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 yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, it was even presented as, we're not going to do it forever. Yeah. So think about this. If you didn't pay property taxes and didn't pay income taxes, think about how much less money you could make. Mm -hmm. So, and, and like you were talking about money, and I don't like I don't like talking about money an awful lot. I find it very annoying um, or <clears throat> cringy to some degree. Mm -hmm. But okay, so I paid last year. I paid, let's see, twenty five thousand dollars in taxes. Now, yes, I got some of that back. You get X amount of money. They're like, well, you get this much of it back. Okay, well, then you... I had a very nice tax return. That's fantastic. Well done. So I only paid $20,000 in taxes. Now, if I didn't pay any of that, and I instead had that $20,000, I could work a job that would have worked me a lot less. I could have mm -hmm. made a ton less money and been mm -hmm. very comfortable and very happy. Yeah. So you are literally forcing, like you're talking about, two income households are almost necessary for a ton of people. Mm -hmm. Or you have to say, like, well, no, I want to stay as, <laughs> as close to the old ways as possible, and we're just going to have to live inside of, of much of more meager means. Mm -hmm. And that's incredibly commendable, but I mean, like, it's unfair. Mm -hmm. Like you have, you're punishing people who want to, who want to be traditional. Yeah, well, that's literally the point, though. Sure. Mm -hmm. It's the, the 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 point is to like, well, look at what they're doing in Saudi Arabia. 
or what they're, they're when they propose in Saudi Arabia. Literally, the point is for the government to own everything, have control over everything, cram people into cities, make them give them just enough to make them content. All their needs are met. They have stuff they want, but no, no one will. Oh, I, I, I say that. But you, you won't. It, that won't be the case. There'll be. I guarantee you. If they if they do that, there'll be a higher suicide rate in that thing than there is anywhere else, and they won't understand why, because they because, yeah because it's it is the true traditionalism. If you look at look look at the the more at the, the more you creep away from traditionalism, the higher every bad thing is. The crime goes up. Uh, suicide goes up. It's because when when every man is his own master, that's what your focus is, and it is so. So ma- making making your life work is the focus. When you're not, then you no longer have that as a focus. When there's someone else taking care of all that, yeah, I don't have to worry about if this happens because I'm going to get a paycheck. You know. Uh, I don't have to worry about this because I have this insurance. I don't have to worry about this. The less you have to, the less you have to worry about, the more miserable you likely are. <clears throat> because this is, yeah, oh, good. Sorry, I didn't interrupt you. Because I'm going to say something else. My bad. That's fine. Because no, no, no. yeah, <laughs> it is not all right. Because the the uh, the reason for that is because of this. No matter what. Your life is going to suck. But the more you spend time, it's like, okay, I have to go out and I have to do this. I have to provide for my family. I have to live in this way. I have to do this. I'm a dad. I have to raise my kids. She's a mom. She has to raise the kids also, and she has to do this. And all of a sudden, you're focusing on the people you're taking care of. Rather than because you know when it's you know when you be, put less emphasis on you and more emphasis on the people you're taking care of, uh, you become a not not you for you put you put yourself into a position of forced servitude, uh, i.e. the job market, but you willingly do you you dedicate your life to willing service. Then when that happens, your mind completely goes off of you. You completely forget how much your life sucks. And when you forget your life sucks, it really doesn't suck that much. <laughs> well, this is the biggest thing that socialism um, does to, to the individual. Uh, first of all, it destroys the concept of the individual. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, that's kind of a given. Uh, mm-hmm. But that, that, that's the, the thing in a nutshell. The individual is completely taken away, which is kind of... Without them ever saying it, because we're too progressive of a nation to actually say something like that, right? Mm-hmm. But it really is. I mean, the the idea of, of socialism is the death of the individual. It mm-hmm. must be. So if you are no longer an individual, first of all, you have mm-hmm. less purpose. You are part, you're like, oh, no, you have all the purpose. You're part of this bigger thing. No, not at all. Because mm-hmm. you aren't, for one thing. And two, that takes mm-hmm. away any bit of self-purpose that you have. Any bit of... of of um, what am I trying to say here? Every bit of of self of of, um, of drive of purpose. Mm-hmm. Every bit of purpose you have is gone. Mm-hmm. When every bit of purpose you have is gone, 
you have nothing to live for. Mm-hmm. When you have nothing to live for, you're probably going to kill yourself. Mm-hmm. All right? There's a lot of people who, I mean, like, most people kill themselves because they have nothing to live for. And when you have no purpose, you have nothing to live for. So if you have, you're not doing anything, you're not adding anything to society, you're not helping, you're just a cog in the wheel of a giant socialist machine, you have no purpose. That's why the suicide rate goes up. Mm-hmm. If you are, like, as a guy, like, this is when you're talking about going all the way back to traditionalism. All right, you have two people. You have a guy who's like, I have a absolute purpose. I am the reason this entire family unit can survive on this front. Mm-hmm. And then you have the woman who's like, I am the entire reason the family can survive on this front. So you have two people with completely parallel goals mm-hmm. working together with the ultimate purpose. That, that's extremely there's a lot of satisfaction that comes from that and mm-hmm. i mean i have a lot of friends who are who my age that i've talked to they're like well, you know i just want something more you know i feel like i'm just it's never really what i wanted i'm not really having my dream job i'm like and they're like i was like that's the the where you are already starting from is wrong so like my dream i don't have a dream job mm-hmm. my dream job is one where i can make enough money to support my family and still be able to see my family mm-hmm. i don't care what that job is it doesn't matter to me because that's not the point the point isn't having this great job. The point is ha- being able to, like, the whole reason why I quit the job that I quit was, like, <laughs> I took a job that pays me less money because it's more time with my family. Mm-hmm. That, that's the dream job. So, like, yeah. you're, the, the, everyone is so incredibly self-centered and self-focused that all you're going to eventually do is lose your sense of purpose, and you're probably going to off yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> that, that, that's, that's the... Uh... Uh, I, 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 I don't know how many, um, uh, uh, I, 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 I don't know how many women would get very mad at me for saying this, uh, but it's, it's true. And that is this, when a, when a woman comes up and says, I don't know, it's like, I'm just, I don't feel fulfillment in my job and I don't, um, uh, uh, and I, 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 you know, I, I just, I, I want something more. I said, okay, then if you really want to be fulfilled, do this, quit your job, go get married. Have kids. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a, a um, I think it was just a TikTok that I had seen actually, just mm-hmm. randomly. There's this girl <laughs> who, um, is this taking an awful long time to load this match, by the way? Yeah, c- um, get out and back in. Um, there's this girl who interviews people and she asks them a couple <clears throat> random questions and it's, it's whatever. I'm not getting up, baby. Hold on. I'm going to sit back down with you. Um, she's asking some random questions and there was this woman, she just randomly stopped in a bookstore mm-hmm. and asked her like, Hey, what do you do? What's this? What's that? And it very quickly came out that this woman is single, chose to be single. She's yeah, I wanted to focus on myself and my career and something, something. Yeah. You know, she's like, oh, are you happy? She's like, well, not particularly. No, she was like, I'm, I'm very lonely. Mm-hmm. And it was like, they never came to this point because this person isn't trying to you know make this kind of a point, but it happened. She's like, well, why? She was like, well, my, my sisters died, and I was never very close to their kids of my nieces and nephews, and she was, I was never very, I was never super close to them. She was like, I chose to never have kids because I wanted to focus on my career, and I was so focused on my career that I lost my husband. And it's like, so you know, they, I have, you know, now I'm retired, and there's there's just nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? That's that's the that's the thing. Like, imagine, like, people, like, 30 years ago, that would be, like, everyone in the entire world would be, like, wow, look at this person that's so sad. Like, I, can you believe that? They're 70, and they have no one to help. There's no one. That's terrible. And people are trying to champion that, like, it's amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was... <coughs> um, uh... Oh, uh... I, I, I have to say a, a, a Norm MacDonald joke real fast, though. Um, uh, Please do. It was, it was about uh, s someone had committed suicide. And he said, is it, and people say that someone commit suicide, and they'll say things like, they'll say things like, man, I just, I, I, I don't understand why he would do that. And they say, really? Really? You really don't understand? Like, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't agree with it at all. But I mean, you're living the same life we are. You, you, you don't. You really don't get why someone might do it. <laughs> you don't understand at all. <laughs> awesome. Or no, I, I heard a, a thing one time, and you, you, you know how angry I get at. Typically, at people who have and who perform <laughs> abortions. Sure, that, that's the thing that, as I'm sure you know, makes me makes me very very angry. There was a woman who talked about getting an abortion, and I found myself not at all angry with her. I actually found myself feeling actually sad and feeling sorry for her because it took it, it took her after the fact to understand what had happened. And there, she was talking about. She said she had been, she had been raped, and mm -hmm. she thought you know the only way to get over this, you know, to get, get past this would be to have, would be to have the abortion. Mm -hmm. And she said, so I had the abortion, said, and have, but having the abortion didn't unrape me, and now I'm just alone without my baby. Yeah. And I, like, yeah, the, rather than getting angry, the, I, I felt. So sorry for her. Oh yeah, I mean that's super sad. Uh, you've got a lot of people who th there's this there is such a drive for liberating women and and freeing women and giving them rights. Like, rip, I mean, how many women do you know? Uh, a couple, couple, <laughs> three or four. How many women do you know that? These enslaved and shackled, terrible existences that all these random liberals are trying to free them from that hate their lives. <clears throat> like, how many of them do you know that are like, man, I really wish that instead of this, I was a candle maker or whatever? Mm -hmm. I like, how you. many of them are just like, I hate everything about my life and I wish it was different and I wish I didn't have to be the stay at home mom. Mm -hmm. I hate it. I, I can I can tell you I have never in my life met a woman who truly devoted herself to being a wife and mother who wanted to do anything else. No, not a single one. And so for a while there, we had a lot of okay. So I had a lot of different things, and my wife us together. There were a couple different scenarios that required us to. We were in some spots where we needed to make X amount more money than we were making to handle a few things. We'll just mm -hmm. leave it at that. Yeah. For about six months, <clears throat> um, my wife went back to work, roughly. Not even that long. It was less than that. And as I was switching my job back over and changing to this other thing, and we got the things handled and whatever. Um, and Ellie quit working and she was just staying at home and cooking and cleaning and taking care of the kids. You know, this terrible existence mm -hmm. that, the, that the liberal wants to save you from. 
and she was like, this is all I want to do. This is the only thing I want for the rest of my life. She goes, I don't want to go back to work. I don't, I want to stay here. I want to raise the kids. I want to have more kids. She goes, now that I'm home, she was like, she was talking about saying like, oh my goodness, it's so much work. We should wait to have more kids. And maybe we should, we're not sure if we should have another one who knows. And she was like, two weeks worth, my only thing in my entire life is focused around taking care of the kids. And now that's when I want more. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I've never genuinely i've never in my entire life met a woman who that was their purpose where they hated it because it's your purpose Mm -hmm. and like that's awesome having a purpose is awesome being able to say here's what i'm supposed to be doing and i'm doing it that's pretty awesome yeah yeah whatever your purpose is fulfilling your your genuine purpose which I would say for 99% of women, your purpose is to be a wife and mother. And 99% of men, your purpose is to be a husband and father. And fulfilling that purpose is the only thing that will make you happy. If you want to be happy, do that. <laughs> and people always say, well, I, I do this thing. And it's because of this or because of this. And you have, think about the number of people. I mean, like, it's to the point where it's a, it's a joke with mm-hmm. our generation and the younger generation about the amount of stress and anxiety and depression and all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. that they're like, it's constantly like this. Like that. I said, that's, it's because your entire existence is focused around the opposite of traditionalism. Yeah. So do you know, would you like to know the two moments when feminism showed its hand? Speaking of those things, I'm sure I know them, but I sure I'm sure I know them, but continue. The very first one was when, um, uh, you know, people talk about, no, the problem isn't old feminism, it's this new wave feminism. Uh, new wave feminism is when feminism really was when we really saw what it was about. But the very, the lady who started the original feminist movement in the 1800s, she made this statement. The greatest enemy of women is the church. And the second greatest is motherhood. <clears throat> and then... This is this was fairly recently. There was a French woman. I can't think who it was. And she she was the she she was the leader of um uh, of uh, the 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 new wave feminism. And the new wave feminism was when was when we really figured out what it was about. But it was too late at that point. Um, because uh, most people didn't know no, didn't know what the founder said. Um, uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, but she um. Uh, uh, the, this, there, there's one I was talking to her, and, and she said, "Yeah, she said, yeah. Well, I think, um, uh, the one was speaking said, I think feminism is if a woman wants to, um, uh, uh, if a woman wants to work, she can, and if she wants to uh, raise kids, she also can. So that is that 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 is what that is what it means to be liberated as a woman. You can do whatever you want. And this this lady who is over the um." Uh, Who's, who's, you know, kind of the, the founder of the New Wave Feminism, said, no, we cannot give women that choice. Because if we give them that choice, 99% of them will choose to be wives and mothers, and that is not conducive to liberation. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that's a crazy thought. So you have groups of people who are so self-aware, and this is this is true with so many different... You, you can put it, pin it to any random new age thought, really. Uh-huh. Like, no, 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 no. We have to change everything. Because if we don't change everything, people don't want it to change. 
And I get all if you're thinking if you think you're a revolutionary, I can understand your original thought process of Patrick. No, 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 no you can't be back, to back, back there, buddy. Patrick, get up. Patrick, you have to. You have to. If you're going to be a liberator, you have to think about breaking the wheel. I get it. Mm-hmm. I understand that's the concept of what you're based around right now. But you literally have to look everyone in the eye and go, no, 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 no. We can't give the world a choice. We know what they want. Because, I mean, like, if you were honestly asking women, I mean, there's comedians, female comedians who are, like, famously, aggressively feminist, who make jokes that are hilarious, that are very, very funny, believe it or not, where they say things like, can you believe that we messed all this up? Mm -hmm. Like, do you realize that 30 years ago, we could just, like, sit around the house all day long, sometimes feeding a baby, and, like, we have a couch that all we do is faint on it? Like... That's who we used to be, and now we have to work. This is nonsense. And it's mm-hmm. funny because it's a joke, but also, like, yeah, that's that's the joke. Yeah, that's what you're doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, but that is the thing. You, you, you have to be like, no, we can't let them choose. Because if we let them choose, they're going to pick the thing that we don't want them to pick. And the funny thing is, how often... Do you see? I don't mean like people that are celebrities that are like archetypes where they're so rich it doesn't matter and all this kind of stuff. How often do you go out into the wild and find a woman who's like, no, I'm going to be the, I'm the the head man in charge. I'm going to make the decisions. I make the going to make the 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 money and stuff, and and I'm going to I'm going to be my own woman who makes all my own decisions and screw men everywhere. If they find a male partner. How often do you find them with some kind of an alpha male? Or do you find them with an absolute beta? Yeah. Every time. There are no exceptions. And I'm not being like, oh, it's overgeneralizing. You are not going to find the the like epitome of what women want in a male. And we're not even making jokes. If you look at like, like even like these stupid like tablets that were like, hottest man alive, best guy, whatever. What women actually want. It's always like this archetypal Chad. Mm-hmm. And that guy is never, ever, 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 ever going to pick you. Yeah, it's usually... So should, yeah, sorry. No, I've, I've, I'm just random. I'll say it's usually whatever the most modern version of the strong man is, but it's still a strong man. It's still the strong man. Yeah. He's sometimes sensitive. Okay, you're allowed to listen to people and still be an absolute chat. That doesn't make him different. This is still the same guy. You're still picking the alpha over and over and over again. And I get it. You should. I'm not telling you not to. But at the same time, don't act like it's different because it, that's why it's so stupid. They're just like, well, technically speaking, it's still feminism and it's still this and it's still modern and still progressive because this guy's this way. You are still picking the Chad. You are still picking the Alpha over and over and over again. It's because you're supposed to. And mm-hmm. you know you are. And you do it. So quit acting like an idiot. Why are we talking about this? I, I don't remember how we got on this. But I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure it was, I'm sure it was, was needed. To do what we're telling you to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to us men. We'll fix everything for you. Don't, don't, don't just listen to us because we're men. Listen to us because we're, we're right. What's the, what was, who was it? Arlie, quit it. Arlie, stop. Which guy was it that was tweeting something? And this woman made some kind of a comment and he, he corrected her. And she's like, you were mansplaining to me. And he goes, yeah, because I was man right. 
<clears throat> I, 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 I Who once... Who that? I, I, I don't remember. But no, I once someone <laughs> someone said to me, they said, why are, why are you mansplaining to me? And I said, well, if you stop woman understanding, I wouldn't have to mansplain. <laughs> if you quit being woman wrong, I wouldn't have to man correct you. <laughs> For legal reasons, that's a joke. Arnold Schwarzenegger. It is, yes. <laughs> okay, so it's funny that you said that. Do you know why? Uh, sure. Because since you separated it, now you have the German word Schwarz, which means black. <laughs> which means... <laughs> what? Yeah, it means Schwarz means black. <laughs> so since you separated it in that way... Great, I made it more racist. <laughs> I mean, great! <laughs> uh, Out of context, it's a terrible clip. Yes. Brooke, is it fun being racist? Your smile says yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh, someone said that. <laughs> someone put up a thing, someone holding a sign. It said, it literally costs zero dollars not to say the N-word. And then right next to that was a picture. about the money. About sending a message. <laughs> it is one of the greatest memes of all time. <laughs> this guy's name, this guy's name, name is Lebowski, but it's with it's a, big. but the L is lowercase, which makes you think he's the, he's the small Lebowski. Oh yeah, he would not be the big Lebowski. Mm -hmm. Isn't it Lebowski? Uh, it should be Lebowski, but yes. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. What is it? You were laughing. There you go. Cackle, son. Cackle. There's only one really good quotable quote from that entire movie, and it's the one that no one ever quotes. The one where it's dunking in water. Dunking in water. Oh, I, thought, I thought that was from Lebowski. I've not seen the whole movie, but I thought that was from there. The big Lebowski. Maybe not. Like the, Where's the money? It's in there somewhere. Let me take another look. Let me take another look. Um, that's from... Mm -hmm. No, no, no. That's from... I guess I just thought it because it said, where's the money, Lebowski? That's the reason why I thought it was from that movie. <laughs> I can't remember what. So it's from the one called like Ice Harvest. I think it's from Ice Harvest. Okay. That's um, the reason why I thought that is because the word Lebowski popped up in it. <laughs> it is really funny. Let me hot sell now. Let me check it out and lock Because the meme's always with the baby and the uh -huh. priest talking in their trillion times. <laughs> no. Um, the best one is he's in his bathrobe and he's got a cup with liquid in it that he's drinking mm -hmm. and there's stuff happening rambunctiously in the room. He goes, Careful there, son. There's a beverage in here. <laughs> I like it. And for some reason, I laughed. So much when I heard him say it, and now I say it anytime someone gets close to me when I'm holding a cup of something. Mm -hmm. And then no one knows it's from the movie, and I have to explain it. Then I look like the autist, so win-win, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. 
It's <laughs> like, yes, I can see the there's a beverage. Oh, uh. <laughs> uh, yes, a beverage. You want you hold daddy? Give me a baby. Daddy hold you. Oh, so oh man, the, the way that... The, the way that Jake reacted when he came in and saw us drinking beer. It was the funniest thing ever. Like, he knew that that's what we were going to be doing, and he wanted in on it, and I don't know why he acted surprised. We came in and said, oh, oh, I see you guys You guys have beer. Well, I, I also enjoy an alcoholic beverage now and again. <laughs> this is like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's literally why you came over, Jake. <laughs> Like, bud, like, we talked about this beforehand. We're, we're, we're gonna drink beer and play board games. That's what we do. We do this every like, time we, we see you. Like, every time, buddy. Boy. Well, this is also the same guy. Who, this is only funny because I've known Jake for forever. Like, I met Jake when I was 16 years old. Yeah. Jake, if you're listening, dude. we love you. You're one of my favorite human beings. I met Jake when I was 16 years old. I was 27. Mm -hmm. Nearly 27 before he saw me and didn't introduce himself to me. And it's so funny because I was like, yeah, Jake, we know each other. I've been to your house. <laughs> like, I've been to your house, met your mom, talked to your brother, and then a month later you're like, oh, I'm Jake. I'm like, I know you're Jake. You invited me over here to play a game with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What a legend. He's, he's awesome. <laughs> he is. He's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, he is. I think that's the, that's the only reason why we're making fun of him is because he is one of our very favorite people. Absolutely. Collectively. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> this is very true, but it is very funny. <laughs> Side note, did him, uh, so we we're one of the probably couple only couple dozen people that's played his his board game. Uh, it's, and I good. Really, it's good. I liked it. It is. It is good. I, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know if you and I ever talked about it after we played it that one time nearly a year ago now. But mm -hmm. yeah, I was impressed. I didn't. I, it's not that I, this sounds rude to be like, I didn't keep come up with anything, but it seems like making a board game would be so difficult when someone's like, I made a board game. I'm like, oh, so it's bad. Got it. But I mean, it wasn't. It was very good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I am. Uh... <clears throat> Uh, that was one thing I, I wanted to do, but he didn't have the pic If he had had the pictures and stuff for the cards, uh, if he had had an artwork for them, I uh, my plan was to at some point um, uh, I, I was I was going to order a custom deck of cards with all his with all his cards and stuff on them and send them to him. Like, Say, sorry, sorry, hold on. You you cut out for me. You're gonna do what with his stuff? No, I said I was going if he had had artwork and stuff for them. And I, I, I was going to get the artwork that he had, and I was going to get a custom, have a custom deck of cards made, uh, with his artwork and card stuff and everything on him, and, and have it sent to him. That'd be very cool. That, that, was, that was my plan, but he didn't have the art, so I couldn't do it. One of my favorite... Baby, quit playing with my headphones, you little goofball. Um, two things that I've always thought this would be the greatest job ever, and I do genuinely think that my, my goal was switching to work from home, this is a strange thing to say out loud, but I'm sure you'll understand. My goal for switching to home was to be able to get in a place to eradicate debt to the point where I can technically work a job that isn't even full-time, if, yeah. if, if, if that's possible. And then eventually, look at me play the game, switch over to what I do for a living, 
and ideally it would be what we do for a living. Oh, that was so rude of you. Together. I don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take all those kills from people. Mm -hmm. um, to, to essentially start a publishing company. Alright, alright. I mean, like, for... And it would, be, it would be board games, it would be books, it would be whatever. Um, but it would be a publishing company. I think that would be the coolest job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that, that'd, be, that'd be hot. <laughs> I'd do you. Hot. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Most people. Yeah, I know. Literally everyone. Literally 99.9 some odd percent of the population, and that's just because someone's required to. Mm. <laughs> let's say, like, uh, it, like, let's see, who, 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 who would? Your wife on occasion, <laughs> and I'm sure there are a couple gay guys. There's several gay guys. I, I got hit on by so many gay guys at my old... I get to say my old job pretty soon. That's going to be mm -hmm. fun. I got hit on by so many gay guys at my current soon-to-be old job. Because you wouldn't think there'd be a lot of gay guys who own painting companies. It seems not exactly like their yeah. field of work. You know? I mean, I could see gay guys as painters, but not like, you know, commercial residential painters. More like just like, yeah. you know, studio painters. They, they just paint. They just mm -hmm. like think about their emotions and paint things. Yeah, that sounds about like a gay guy. Yeah, but not like, like actual painting, but like modern art finger painting crap. Yeah. I actually... Uh, I I said I I do think uh, yeah that does seem like a very gay guy profession is finger painting. I'm sure there's a I'm sure there's a penis joke in there, but I don't know what it is. Uh, me neither. I just it sounds. Just... Penis. Arlie. Arlie. No. Come here. What? You can't have that. What? What? <laughs> Dada. Dada. Come here, baby. A oh, good gun game. I've been wanting to play this game for a while. Okay. Arlie, come here. You're on turn hold on, hold PlayStation. Hold on one second, buddy. I gotta, I gotta get a kill, then I can pick you up. Okay. There we go. But not until then. Ah. I refuse to pick you up until someone's dead. Ah! Someone has mortalized me. Mortal. Babe, Patrick, if you keep climbing up on the desk, Patrick, Mama's gonna take him back. You can't do that. You gotta stay with Daddy. Yeah. Daddy, Daddy's happy to hold him, but not happy to let him climb on the desk. That had 71 bullets in that clip. It's incredible. I love it. Let's go. What'd you say, Brooke? I don't know. He just slid right in there just for you to shoot him. Mm hmm Yeah. Yeah, people suck. Okay, I have the automaton. Is that what I have, too? The first response? I don't know what it's called. Big red, white, and blue gun. Yeah, or just red and white, I, I guess. Not quite patriotic. Well, if... Oh, Johnny Test! Johnny Death. Johnny Test. Johnny Test, that's great. Mm -hmm. I'm so sick and tired of these gosh darn snakes on this gosh darn plane. Ah, no, Patrick, you cannot have my mouse. He's like, but I'm sure I can, Father. Patrick. Patrick! Nobody. You can't be doing that. Daddy loves him way too much to let him do that. And by but that, I mean father. you're messing me up. Stop. But father, surely you've heard of Sugan. There we freaking go. Alright, now I have this snipper. I, guess I didn't get the shot snipper off. as well. It's enormous. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful gun. And it does have a bayonet on it, which means that a melee... Oh, I got shot off. A melee kill 
would count as um uh, as a weapon kill. Just so you know. Oh really? Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Here I'll show you. Oh no, it didn't. Nagnab it. I did. Okay. Mm. No, no, it, it counted. It counted. It, it should have set you back. It did not. Yeah. It did. You penis. <laughs> you penis. Um. You're giving me for a few minutes while she goes to the bathroom. Yeah, Tosh said he'll take him for a few minutes. Um. What the heck? I don't know. I fired a bazooka at a guy, and it blew up. There's backblast from the bazooka, and it blew up the car behind me and killed me. Amazing! I love it. This bazooka takes far too long to reload. Mm -hmm. Huh? Leave. Uh, I I would rather him be with me and mess me up than be in his room and cry. Oh, then you can try it then. Make him scream. Why is this not working? This bazooka is garbage. I hit him! <laughs> I hit him! There we go. I hit him! Finally. No, wait! Come back! I hit him! I don't even know what kind of gun I have, but it's only got five bullets, so it's a shotgun. Yep, it's, it's, it's the, the icebreaker shotgun. shotgun. The icebreaker shotgun. Made for shooting men right in the face and nearly demolishing all of them. Ah! That's you, beautiful. I'm glad that happened. Oh. That's what I say. I've murdered him. And I'm gonna shoot you, Mr. Revenue. And Sean left me hanging. Wonderful. Oh. You will over my dead body. I wasn't paying attention. Thank you. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention, but I heard you exactly. Well, Penis. yeah, that, you know, not paying attention doesn't mean I didn't hear. It no. means I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair enough, I guess. You do that. You are the reason why people look at me stupid, by the way. What? So you do this thing where mm -hmm. I will say something, and you do this with just me, but you do this thing where I will say something directly to you, and you will say, what? And then after about four or five seconds, you answer me. Because you're processing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Every other human being in the world, when they look at you and say, what? It's because they didn't hear you. So I'll be sitting in, like, a professional setting. And someone will be like, I'm sorry, what'd you say? And I'll stare at them. For, like, three very awkward seconds until I realize, oh, wait, this isn't an autist. They actually didn't hear me. So the, the answer is, I genuinely think I didn't hear you. <laughs> and then I was like, wait a minute, I did, I did comprehend that. <laughs> like the last five seconds of your life replay, and you're like, here's the answer to your question. <laughs> no. The answer is always no. The answer is should always be no, nothing else. Like that, that, that meme that I saw. It was a, uh, a person talking to a Chad. Uh, the, uh, the, 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 Nord, the, the Nordic Chad. Yes. Um, um, and the, uh, the person goes, hey, do you support this new bill? And the Chad goes, well, I don't know. What, what's, what, what's it about? And the, the, the person goes, well, you see, it gives the government power to... And the Chad goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no. 
I do appreciate Nordic Chad. Thank you very much. My favorite one is the um, uh, um they were talking about. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of those like the whiny face guy that's always in the meme with the Chad. Yeah. And he was like, but you do realize that if the Roe v. Wade gets underturned, it's going to completely mess up. Um, uh, it's going to completely stop having sex for fun, and no, hookup culture is going to be completely terminated. And then it's just Nordic Chad right in his ear, and he goes, your terms are acceptable. <laughs> yeah, like, that wasn't the goal, but it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's a good bonus. There was a guy, I don't remember his name, you but okay, he, was, he, does, he does TikTok stuff, and he's like, look... He says, I just want to start by saying I'm not for the the canceling of Roe v. Wade. He says, I'm a very liberal person. He said, but I do want you guys to realize something. Every single argument I've seen from people that are on my side of the argument, he goes, all of you are stupid. Mm-hmm. He said, you're sitting here going, but it's going to completely change the way relationships are. We're not going to be able to hook up with random people. It's going to completely change the concept of what a woman is. He was like, you've just outlined every single reason why they wanted to do this. <laughs> like, you think that's an argument to them? They're just getting pumped up every time you say that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, there's a, a woman, she was telling me things that said how to argue with a pro-lifer. Of course, everything, almost everything she said was fairly stupid. But she said, you guys <laughs> have to realize when, when, when making your argument that pro-lifers legitimately believe that abortion is murder. And if you don't come in and immediately accept that, they won't listen to a word you have to say. And I said, well, I mean, yeah, she got that right. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're spot on. <laughs> Congratulations on figuring that part out. Mm-hmm. And watch out for the... <laughs> I found it. With my face. <laughs> There's this guy who does this thing um, where he talks about... Like, he goes and he's arguing with people who are um, pro, pro-choice. And he basically goes to them at the rallies and he's like, all right, he said, like, we, don't, we, won't, he said, we won't get into an argument. I just need you to show me uh, on the on this chart here, on this a chart of the development cycles of the baby, um, no, there's no timestamps. Just you tell me at what point it shouldn't be okay anymore. Yeah, and it says like heartbeat starts this thing, this thing, this thing, and then like inevitably every single person selects something like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, as like at the point where nearly every ninety-nine percent of the population doesn't even know that they're pregnant until the point at which all these people were saying, "What an atrocity!" Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. No, <clears throat> that's, that's like horrible. Congratulations. That's the freaking point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate the world so much. We're just gonna get mad if we talk about this. This has been the most angry. I've not been so angry about a topic mm-hmm. in so so long. Yeah, that yeah, I can't think of anything that makes me angrier than that. That well, in, in, in anything that that's destroying actively, you know, actively for for the purpose of destroying kids and the family, and that, that's the stuff that makes me the, the most angry. So, uh, abortion, <coughs> transing the kids, uh, feminism, and to a small extent. Uh, you know, the workforce and the industrial revolution. <laughs> ah, but that no. to a lesser extent. It'd be like that. There's Today, one of the that's last necessary things. evil. 
one of the last Louis C.K. specials that ever happened before he got himself canceled and all that kind of good stuff happened, <laughs> which I couldn't care less about, but whatever. Mm-hmm. He made a joke. He's like, you know what? He said, I'm very liberal. Um, he said, I'm sure you guys know that. He said, I'm an extremely liberal guy. He said, but I never, ever get mad at pro-lifers. He goes, like, because you guys aren't understanding something here. And he's making a joke in his own style that's just more of that kind of comfortable humor, mm-hmm. uh, which is very funny. I think he's very funny. Um, mm-hmm. But he says, like, on one he goes, if they're wrong, he said, all they're really trying to do is protect life, right? He said, they might be wrong, he said, but their heart's in the right place. You can't be mad at it. Goes, but if they're right, we're murdering babies. <laughs> He's like, so you can kind of understand where they're coming from and where they're getting so mad because they think we're murdering babies. <laughs> That's uh, exactly <laughs> what we think, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Um, uh, what's his name? It was, oh, oh M- Michael Knowles was talking. It was Michael Knowles, That's who it was. He was talking about, uh, it was a- a- talking to a-, a girl. And she said, hey, I, oh, you want some banana, buddy? You want a bite? I do actually want some banana. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but he was, <laughs> and, and the, the the girl said, he "said I don't know what to do." He said, "My, he said my my boyfriend doesn't see a problem with abortion up to a certain point," and he said he thought he was doing the right thing when he encouraged two previous girlfriends to get abortions, and they did. Like he encouraged them to do so, and they did. And he thought he was doing the right thing because it wasn't, you know. I can't convince him that what he was saying was wrong. He genuinely believes he, he was right. He said, "Now, um, uh, you said, and you said, now how? You know, it was like, now I, I don't want to think of my my boyfriend as a as a murderer, but also I don't want to, you know, you know, raise kids with a guy. Like, you know, if if he's encouraging people to have abortions, what if we have kids in the future and he?" encourages them to have an abortion or something like that mm. and um uh, i don't want to think of him as, as a murderer and um uh, and michael Rolls goes oh well your boyfriend is absolutely a murderer <laughs> so now i said he said now uh, you, you know he, he can he can be forgiven of that you know god god's forgiven worse people but that's, that's the first thing you need to do is make him understand that he's a murderer <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna start here mm-hmm. and then move on but yeah, one hundred percent. He killed people. <laughs> that's that's the the part of the argument that always blows me away the most. I'm like, the reason why it makes me so angry and why I get so riled up is one very important thing about the entire pro life argument, and it's the very very first thing. Mm-hmm. It's the beginning <clears throat> point of the entire argument. Is this or is this not? A life form yes or no yes okay that's pretty obvious is this life form human in nature that is to say if the life form left to its own devices were to go all the way would it be a person <coughs> it would okay then you're killing a person mm-hmm. that's it that's the whole argument that's all that needs to be said about it is it a person yes yeah. is it a life form yes yeah. Are you killing it? <coughs> yes. I think we're done here. You cake murdering SOB? <laughs> you cake murdering son of a... <laughs> that's why, it's why, I think that's why it makes me so angry is you have people vehemently, vehemently arguing to keep this as legal as possible. I can't imagine, I mean, like, I, I just want to believe that these people don't really know what they're doing 
in some way or form because there's no way this portion of the population is this evil right mm-hmm. like it can't really be the, it can't i mean obviously like we're more of the same belief system people aren't inherently good people are inherently bad that's yeah. just the way that it is people are inherently bad people are inherently evil okay We've, that, that's just that's just the way that you have to believe if you are if you're, I think if you're, if you're any kind of religious whatsoever, and you don't believe that people are inherently bad, then there's no point in you believing in any kind of religion. But that's beside the point. People are inherently bad. <laughs> I don't like to think that people are inherently evil. Yeah. Because there's a big difference between bad people and evil people. People who do bad things that maybe aren't really people who litter aren't evil. They're yeah. just, they do bad things. Mm. Well, it's like what people it's, it's like what C.S. Lewis said. Evil. All evil action done by man is done in the pursuit of a good. Oh yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. that's like the, that's. Um, yeah, humans cannot uh, cannot fully comprehend the sake of evil for evil's sake. Yeah, well, the concept yeah, of evil that's for like, evil's sake, and that comes from like one of my very favorite sections um, of of um, a mere Christianity, where he's, he's talking about the entire concept of uh, he's saying like even all evil things aren't original. Um, evil things come from good things or good desires. They just go to an extent that is bad. There is no such thing as original evil. It's things that are. It's pre- essentially good things that have been taken to an extent that is evil. Mm-hmm. So you have people who. I mean, like that's when you get to the things like that, though. That's just evil. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Why are we talking about this so much? Call of Duty. We shoot a lot of Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's, I guess that's something something that, that I said. Uh, now, going off away from abortion specifically, just to the concept, um, uh, C.S. Lewis uh, called it pride, uh, and pride, I think, is is a is a, a good way of is a good way for it. But I think it's more descriptive to call it what Matt Walsh calls it, which is self worship. Um, uh, and when you get to that point where that's what you're doing, right, you are worshiping yourself, you are elevating yourself above everyone else and above God, when you get to that point, that's when you become evil. And so not all individual, all, all, all individuals live in this society, which is a prideful, self-worshipping society. So the true evil is within society. Most individuals are just operating under the umbrella of this evil society, thinking that what they're doing is normal and good. So the people are, for the most part, trying to be good. Just we're just failing miserably because we're op- we're, we're working under the the auspices of this evil society. This, the, the evil, prideful, self-worshipping society. But that's the point, though. Once the people themselves get to that point where they have, where they do elevate themselves to that point and they knowingly are doing that, that's when the person becomes evil. Right. <clears throat> there, there's a huge difference there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, I mean, it's a subtle one. I mean, it's, it's not necessarily subtle once you understand it. But mm-hmm. I mean, like, to anyone on the outside looking in, that is a very subtle difference. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Well, if anyone was really wondering, like, oh, these guys have some mildly conservative ideas, I wonder what their political thinkings are. <laughs> no, you can't have that, buddy. 
this is where I think it's important to make a, a weird note here. This is where you and I um, veer off from each other probably a little bit. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, where you and I veer away from each other a touch is this is where I really consider myself to be um, a true... Gosh darn it, why can I never think of the name of this when I need to? Librarian? Um, a librarian, thank you. A libertarian. Right. That actually helped me remember you're ridiculous. Um, <laughs> well, I knew what you were going to say. Yeah, this is where I really uh, turn into a libertarian. Uh -huh. Is everything, all of my ideals, um, I'm very conservative. I'm extremely conservative. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, when someone's like, well, I disagree with you. This is what I think it is. I'm like, okay, go do whatever you want. I can give a crap less. Mm-hmm. Go do it. Like, but like the reason why I'm telling you you're going to be miserable and you're doing the wrong thing, here's all those reasons why. You're going to be miserable for going down this path. You're going to hate yourself for going down this path. Just like everyone else before you is hating themselves by going down this path. Mm -hmm. Good luck. Godspeed to you. I don't care what you're doing. Yep. But also, though, like, I don't care what you're doing because I don't want you to care what I'm doing. That's, that's where the libertarian in me comes out. I don't want you to think about, I'm not thinking about you because you shouldn't be thinking about me. <clears throat> yeah, so I... <clears throat> I think that, you know, it goes back to the every man being his own master. Um, I think that there are certain things that within the privacy of your own home you, home you can absolutely do. But as long as you're in society, do not do those things. Um, mm. uh, like, like for for example, um, uh, technically speaking, yes, prostitution is a victimless crime. Let's go to this one. It, it is, and mm. there's, there's, like, you know, but there's no way to say it's not at least a little harmful to society. Right, you know, and then and then on top of that, you know, it's some. Um, uh, an, another thing is, and so, but you, when you, when you see it though, outside of the being harmful to society, right? Um, uh, that that that's a good argument for why it should be illegal. It, you know, the society should make laws <laughs> against things that are harmful to society. I get it. Um, uh, that makes sense. But the pretty cut and dry. Yeah, but the other thing is though. Here's why I think it should be illegal. Besides that. And that is, there have been areas that have made, um, uh, that have made prostitution legal. And in every single one of those countries, New Zealand was, was one of the big ones, every single time you make prostitution legal, within months, child sex trafficking goes through the roof. Yes. And so, there's gotta be, until we, you know, Maybe figure it out and get that, you know, see where that connection is and see if there's a way to, if you want to say, hey, you know, we want it to be legal in our town, but we don't want this to happen. Maybe see, figure out where the connection is and figure out how that can, I figure out how, how, how that can be. Me personally, whether or not, whether or not prostitution is legal, I think if you're involved in the child sex trafficking business, uh, that is immediate grounds for execution. Yeah, just, just murk that guy. Yeah, and, and that, that'll help <laughs> a little bit. But um, uh, all, which, by the way, is the reason why we're both for the death penalty. Yeah, but um, uh, well, I, I'm not. So I don't really care that much about the death that the death penalty as a deterrent for crime. It's actually shown not to be a very good deterrent for crime. But I think there are certain crimes, and that is the only adequate punishment. Yeah, exactly. This is the punishment for the crime. Yeah. Hey, people, by people the like, way, you're doing it. Yeah. Pe people are like, oh, the death penalty hasn't been shown to be a deterrent for crime. Well, I don't care. I want this guy dead. <laughs> like, <what's> <laughs> Kill <a> him. <laughs> We're deterring him from doing this crime. Yeah. We're deterring him from doing it again. He's, he's done doing this crime. 
very, very much done doing the crime. Yeah. <clears throat> no one in the world is more done doing this crime than this man right here. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> but he um uh, uh, and so and so because of that, I think it should be Ill 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 illegal for that reason. Um. Uh, <clears throat> Drugs. You know, people are like, hey, drugs should be illegal, or we shouldn't, we, we, we should loosen up the punishment for drugs, or, well, you know, loosen up the punishment for drugs, where has that got us? It's, le it's led to a lot more overdose, overdoses and a lot more other deaths of despair, right? <coughs> and so, you know, yeah, like, it, are you hurting anyone? No, you're not. You're hurting society, and you're hurting yourself. And I don't care that much if you're hurting yourself, but you are hurting society. Stop. And that's why that's why these things should be illegal. So I, so my, I, my thought was always, if it shouldn't be illegal if you're not hurting anyone. You know, you have to be actively harming someone in order for to make, for a, a just law to be illegal. But then I came to the realization that it also has to be, like you also have to, you know, make things illegal if they're actively harming society. This is, by the way, the mm -hmm. ultimate argument for small government. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because if you have big government, big socialist government, mm -hmm. they have to make big, overarching, sweeping laws that can't get specific and therefore can't mm -hmm. be good or accurate. They can't be helpful. They can't solve problems. Mm -hmm. You can't. You must have smaller government that takes into account the exact things that are happening in the small community with which they govern, which is the reason why the best governing bodies we ever had, ever, were mm -hmm. in the Old West times. They were the ultimate government bo governing bodies because you had two dudes that were like, here are the rules. I know every single person who I will be administrating these rules to. Mm -hmm. I know them by name. I know what their dog's name is. Mm -hmm. That was the ultimate form of government. Yeah. Ultimate. <laughs> and so like, if you have a situation where you're like, here's the town that we have, here are the unique problems that this town has, so here are the rules for this town, mm -hmm. and we're actually changing the rules because of what happened to the Hutchinson's boy. See? That's important. That's very good. I support that kind of government it completely and totally. Yeah. That's why I like, um, uh, the, the, that's why I like the way that, um, uh, the, the way that our government was meant to be. Because you know, that's how our government was meant to be. It was, it, was like, it was like this. These things affect everyone and all of society. That would include things like the things I just mentioned, drugs and prostitution, so we talked about before, abortion, murder, theft. You know, murder. These things affect everyone. Don't kill people. Don't steal from people. Don't harm society. Or, you know, if you're going to do things, or, or like, you know, like make, you know, like something like drugs, right? Make drugs illegal within city limits. Or on public land. If you're on private property and you want to do some drugs, do some drugs. There you go. Sure. Um, uh, Who cares? Yeah, and so, and so that, that's that's the laws. You know, no drugs within city limits because that's harmful to society and the city. Anywhere in the city is society. If you own a house in the city, you're you're not your own master, right? <laughs> right. You know. So just by definition. You know, yeah, that's it's your fault for living in the city. And then um uh, and then so uh, and so like that so. Uh, and then the states say, yeah, those are great laws that affect everyone. Uh, here's some stuff, though, that is unique to us. We're going to make these extra laws here for this state. 
And wow, then the wow. local place says, hey, yeah, that affects us too because we're in the state. But, um, uh, you know, here in, th here in this county, we, um, uh, we also have problems with this. So we'll, we'll do this. And that, that, that's, that is the, the purpose of it, is you make broad, sweeping laws that get smaller and smaller. <clears throat> that was the purpose of our government. And so, like, like, actually, the idea was for the government... The idea was that for the government as a whole, not just the federal government, but then by the time we got down to the lowest level of government, there was l the government had a lot of power. It wasn't the government had limited power. It was the government limited what you could do as little as possible with, uh, with still making sure you weren't harming anyone, you weren't harming society, you were doing the, you know, and, uh, um, uh, 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 and then allowing you to do the best you can to do the best you can. <clears throat> that that was the thing. The, 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 go, the total government, include when you get down to you know local, county, you know local and county, whatever state, and then federal government, the all governments together, they they had a lot of power and that was good. But they just you know the the limited government is don't use the government stupidly. <laughs> yeah, there was someone talking not too long ago about um, there's been a huge influx of people moving from. <clears throat> Places like California and in some places on the East Coast moving into Texas mm -hmm. um, because of the changes that they weren't happy about. Mm -hmm. um, huge increases on tobacco taxes, huge increases on gas tax, huge increases on on property taxes, all the kinds of things that people hate but that must exist in an ultra-liberal society mm -hmm. because of the way that they want to govern themselves. And so people are moving away from places like California and the East Coast in favor of places like Texas, Texas being the most popular one. And there's this guy, and it's very important to note um, that this guy, because this part of the conversation, this is a, this guy is a black guy. Mm -hmm. And he says, I moved here because I hated the community that I lived in. I didn't like the ideals. I didn't like the... Um, um, the, the, the culture. He said, I didn't like the culture that I was, the black culture that I grew up in. I did not like it. So I moved away from it to somewhere, like he said, I moved to somewhere in Boston. But then I realized I didn't like the liberal culture there. I didn't appreciate that at all. I wanted away from it. So I left. I went to Texas. I love everything about Texas. I love it here. I'm going to be here for the rest of my life. It's amazing. He says, what I can't stand are all these people who talk about, he said, that are saying, we need these, we need these laws, we need these, we need all this stuff. And then you build this liberal utopia that you think is amazing and then move away from it because you all of a sudden you realize it actually doesn't work. So you move to Texas and as soon as you get here, you start complaining about our laws and the way that we do stuff. Then all of a sudden we have tens of thousands of people here who are trying to change gun laws, who are trying to change tax laws. He goes, get out of my state. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I don't want you here. I don't want you here trying to turn. You just left this place that you screwed up and you finished screwing it up as bad as it could be screwed up. And then you come here and you want to continue virtue signaling. So you have to be like, well, this place is great, but these things need to change. No, they don't. This is what created this place. Yeah. And that's, that, that, that's, that's the thing too. Like, you know, um, uh, we will talk about, you know, the importance of individual liberty and individual liberty is in the grand scheme of things not as important as what we make it out to be 
The only problem is the government <laughs> already overreached so much. Is that people do need more individual liberty than what they have because of the the current overreach of government. But really, the the idea of living under a government is you. It's not personal liberty. It's liberty to make sure that you have what you need to do good for. To, to do good for you, for your family, and also, and then by extent, uh, for society as a whole. That's not, that's, and, and that's not really a whole lot of liberty, but the thing is, it's a lot more than what we have in, in many ways. Right. Uh, what we're trying to say here, kids, is everything's pretty awful right now. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, really, if, if you get this, if you want the, the, the perfect system, would be this. The original American government. The government actually has a lot of authority, but it was being used correctly. Um, uh, then, uh, this is, the government had a lot, of, a lot of authority, but then out on his own land, every man was his own master. The family was the most important political institution. Um, uh... There was a, you know, the, the, there there was no set, you know, church. There was no set government, you know, state religion, but the the church still had power because people were involved in the church and the people had power. Um, uh, you know, it's, you know, it it, it was the, you know, the it. it it, it was the the problem. The problems came when they went from when when we made the the, the switch from we need to do these things because it's in the best interest of the people, the family, and the church. To we need to do this because it's in the best interest of the government. That is when the problem came. Anytime anyone's making say because this is for the best interest of the government, then it's wrong. They, the entire point of having this governing body is to make things better for people and it's the, the, you can only get this bad by the way you know this I'm not like I'm educating you but like the only way things can possibly get this bad is when you have you make it possible that to gain for yourself a better life a much, much, much better life than other people simply by being in politics. Mm -hmm. And then this, the, the, you have people who are career politicians. That is a real term that people don't use derogatorily. <laughs> career politicians. That means you have people who wish to spend their entire life in politics because mm -hmm. it is a better life. That should not be the case. I don't remember the person who said this, but it's a great quote. Anyone mm -hmm. who gets rich off of being a politician is a dirty politician. Mm -hmm. You have people who have become multi-multi-millionaires because of their, they use their status to do that. Pelosi's a great example. Mm -hmm. She's made a ton of money of insider stock trading and all kinds of other stuff that is completely illegal that if you and I did it, we'd be in jail if we did it. And mm -hmm. of course, she's just making more money. Yeah. If you... To completely do away with the concept of the ability to be a career politician like that, people that aren't actually in it to help people will eventually all go away. Mm -hmm. 
if they're like, well, crap, I can't make a bunch of money off of helping people. This is nonsense. I'm going to go be a carpenter. Good. Yeah. Anyone who desires power can't be trusted with it. That's why there's always, like, some stupid line in any book or movie ever. Ever, ever, ever. Sorry, I said that part. said that a little bit weird. I was trying to talk to the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, there, in any kind of fantasy book or movie where there's a king, there's always some stupid line like, but oh, I don't want to be. Well, that's exactly why you're... Yes, we get it. But that really is the case. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the thing. Like, you, if you shouldn't be the person who wants to have control over other people. If, you're, if you are, then you're going to do something wrong. You're going to turn into a dictator. You're going to be a giant piece of crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Also, another thing that's part of the Conqueror, the book I was talking about before, the guy who was, he, he was the, the bad guy. Well, he was, he was the, he's the good guy of the story, but before the events of the story, he was an evil man who did terrible things, and he was the emperor of a whole country, and he, um, uh, and he made the same. He said, "I thought I was doing the right thing." So well, actually, just no, I didn't. I knew I was doing the wrong thing, but it felt like I was doing the right thing because yes, I took away the people's liberty to do this. I no one owned property. Everything was owned by the state. Therefore, if no one could own property, no one could get rich off of someone else and harm other people like that. He said, "If I did this, it did that." He said, "And I thought I was doing a good thing, or I felt like I was doing a good thing, because yes, my people weren't free, but they were safe." Right, <laughs> and that's of course that that goes back to um uh, that, that 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 goes back to what Benjamin Franklin said. Um, uh, uh, he said um uh, anyone who would give up um uh, in a, a little essential liberty for transient peace and security deserves neither liberty nor security. Right, and this is true. Hmm. Who would have thought that Bill Franklin was right? Yeah. He was right about a lot. He was wrong about a lot of stuff, too, though. He was a deist. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Benny. Why is he... What, what, I don't understand why he is on the $100 bill. I've never understood that. What was the, what was the point of that? Because yeah. of... Like, what made him so much better than... I don't know... George Washington? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Abraham Lincoln? Like, seriously? No. Oh. Alright, uh, this is gonna have to be my last match. Mom has called me and wishes to talk about something. I probably should get my house in order. Okay. That's a much shallower comment than it sounds like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I must get my affairs in order. I must have my affairs in order before the pox takes me. The monkey pox, that is. I'm on the Gorenko, and I... You'd think I'd love this gun, but I hate it so bad. It's the worst sniper. It's the worst, darling. Rally it is. Whoa. I know I hate this gun. What the heck is this? 25 bullets is bullcrap. That has a lot of bullets. 60. The Blood Covenant. If you're playing with a rattler, you're bound to get bit. There is... 
less than two other people in the universe who would have understood what I was saying right there. <laughs> I'm only saying one other. Okay, there's might be one other one somewhere, maybe, and I doubt it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it, it is. It is doubtful that um. Uh, as popular as the concept of Odyssey is, those things weren't very popular. No. <laughs> and then the kids who did see them yes, were probably yes. forced to watch them like we were. Oh, hey buddy, where are you at? Oh, hey buddy. What are you doing up there, huh? Hey buddy. Oh, daddy loved that baby. Oh, kiss my butt. No, thank you. Oh, it's a shotgun. Nice. Oh, you! <laughs> Bazooka whore! You wiper of other people's buttons. Uh, hold on one second, buddy. Here, da Daddy's about to stop playing the game. And, dad and then Daddy hold him. Daddy hold him for hours and hours. All days. Baby, you are not a bird. Quit cheaping. That was revenge? The hybrid scope of my World War II gun is literally a um, uh, a red dot with a magnifier. Ah, yes, just like they had in World War II. Just like Mummy used to make. I'm quite annoyed that I'm not seeing anyone. So I saw the funniest thing ever. There was a, a bunch of uh, Chinese people, and they were eating some like, you know, Americanized Chinese food, like the classic stuff that you think of, like General Tso's and stuff like that. And they gave it, they gave some, they gave the, it was General Tso's in this case, and they gave some to a, like this dude. Dagnabbit. He was probably like, in his in his twenties or so. And he said, yeah, to an actual Chinese person. And he goes, yeah, there's nothing actually in China like this. Like, this is not real Chinese food. Like, do Americans actually eat this junk? And then they gave it to uh, another guy, uh, to a girl. She's like, yeah, no, you will not find food like this in China. This does not exist in China. Like, I don't see how you could call this Chinese food. Patrick, hey. And then the, uh, uh, and then the, they gave it to an old woman. And this old woman ate the General Tso's, and she took a bite of it, and she got a big smile on her face. She's probably 100 years old. And she goes, oh, this tastes just like, and she said something. There was no English name for it, but it was, you know, um, uh, uh, she's speaking in Chinese, and they didn't translate the word she said, so there must not be an English, language, an English word for it. And she goes, this tastes just like this. Oh, my grandma used to make this when I was a little girl. Thank you so much for making this for me. That's funny. <laughs> it was fantastic. Enjoy. You're welcome. We've been eating it forever. <laughs> <laughs> I just threw away an entire carton of this last night because I couldn't finish it. 
It was three ninety five, and it was a number three. <laughs> You're like all these young people are like, yeah, no, this isn't real Chinese food. This doesn't even exist in China. What's going on? And this old woman's like, oh, I remember eating this in China <laughs> when I was a kid. Back, back when I was a child and China was young. <laughs> yeah, was all right, well, that's going to be me for the day. I'm going to have to hop off of here. I've already turned off my game. I just go mm-hmm. mow my lawn and raise all my children, all that other or the opposite stuff. way around. Who knows? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes. Okay, we'll go, 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 we'll